Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, creator, founder of the Cinema Draft Game, <clears throat> fighting off a cold. Probably the, the change in temperatures out here in Nevada, very drastic, it was like 70 over the weekend. So bear with me and my, <laughs> my dulcet cold tones. Okay, uh, so the games are in, they're done. Um, and so we're going to do so a little call sheet review. Take a look at some of these bad boys. Uh, it's a good weekend overall. Uh, just real quick, uh, top five movies of the weekend. Split, 14.4 million. Ring, 13.0, I guess. A Dog's Purpose, 10.5. Hidden Figures. Get that money, ladies. 10.2 million. Still averaging almost 3,000 per screen. Go, go, go. And La La Land, 7.3 million on 3,200 screens. Wow, look at that. Look at that between La La Land and Hidden Figures, almost a quarter billion dollars in box office between the two of those. Very exciting times. <clears throat> okay, two really good films. All right, so we're going to – oh, actually, so as you can see, we have our talent pool up for next week. We are missing right now Fifty Shades of Grey, working on it. Um, I know it's going to be a very popular movie this weekend, so you know, don't panic. We're working on it. Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, we'll get there. <clears throat> uh, but that movie is not in our talent pool just yet. But let's look at the completed. Here we go. The completed contest. And let's focus on the feature presentation, our top money getter right now. And a hearty congratulations to James Lear. Welcome back, sir. I think you took a few weeks off, whatever, but he's back. And in the black, 142.45 with the top scoring call sheet of the weekend. What was, as you can see, a pretty flat weekend. The the big uh, the big money earner at a split was the third week in a row and only 14.4 million. So let's take a look at James Lear's call sheet. Nudging out our longtime friend of the, the podcast, friend of the <clears throat> friend of the site, the Roan. He goes back to the spreadsheet days. He's one of like the original eight players who helped me test out the game. Big shots, my boy, the Roan. But right now this is this is James Lear's winning call sheet. Winning by what's the math? I guess point three three Point three eight something uh, points, very very narrow margin, and so basically he had a six pack of rings, including the headliner stack. One two three, yeah, six pack of rings. He had Anya Taylor Joy, the cheaper of the two headliners from Split. He also went Lion, uh, Rooney Mara, headliner from Lion for his limited release, and he also squeezed the dog's purpose. He kind of covered all bases in the top three. Uh, with uh, Dog's Purpose, uh, Josh Gad, he, he was a headliner from that, and that, I believe, was the difference between all the other call sheets, to be honest with you. I thought it would come down to Reis right here, a platform release, um, which did, which, you know, it actually had a steeper drop-off than I expected. I think it made almost $2 million last weekend. This weekend, only did 500000 So uh, we were kind of in the dark a little bit about race as far as the screen count. Like, we didn't know what screen count was going to be going to the weekend. Turned out to be only 227. So I think it might have actually stayed the same or dropped a few screens. But anyways, only did about half a million. <coughs> Got him 7.25, very valuable uh, headliner points, which you'd think would make the difference between, say, a father never bothered or whatever, but pretty much everyone was on to raise. 
And and you're still looking at a one point difference between this and say Father Never Bothered in the platform release category, but it really was him spreading out the risk and also the salary. Instead of trying to headliner stack split and not having much money for anything else, he took a cheaper headliner from a dog's purpose and coming in third in the weekend, a dog's purpose of 10.5 million. That was really key because those headliner points right here. This was probably the difference between, say, squeezing in another rings, uh, another rings performer. Because what he, what I did, I had like a seven pack of rings, and as you can see, that two dollar, uh, sorry, that two point difference, two point one five point difference, is pretty much the difference between his call sheet and my call sheet. Uh, We'll get to the run in a second real quick, but my call sheet, I think I ended up being, yeah, I was I was less, look how ridiculously tight the top five is. Less than, a little over three points separates fifth, and Jay Devlin, you know, who was, just, who was just barred from a four-peat. Sorry, Jay Devlin. Uh, and we were hoping to get you on the pod today, but I think you're out there working. <clears throat> the difference between first and fifth was a measly 3.5. Four, three, uh, 3.35 points. So less than four points separates first from fifth. That's that's a, that's an amazing weekend. An amazing, amazing weekend. Very tight. Came down to the wire. Came down to race and what it would clock in at. And at first, the system didn't recognize race's points. We had to go in there and manually update it. But once the updates were done, uh, James Lear proved to be the victor just eking it out. Yeah, and like I said, that was that pretty much was the difference. It was like less than three points difference from, from my call sheet. My call sheet had a seven have had a seven stack of rings, race, lion, and then split. So it was that it was different between one extra rings actor versus just getting in with a with a, a dog's purpose. So well played James Lear. Great call sheet. Uh, the runner up once again, our boy, the Roan, 142.08. So he was just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, the, the, the math on that is crazy. He was like 0.23 points off, something like that. Super, super close. 0.33 points, I think, off of first place. And he actually had, he had a headliner stack of ring, no, three, no, three pack of rings with the headliner stack. He had a three pack of split. So I see what he was going for there. And then he had a headliner stack of Lion. Very interesting. And then he had Raice with about 100 bucks to spare. What was interesting is that if he'd actually – this is how ridiculously tight this was. He, so, yeah, he had I Am Not Your Negro, um, Samuel L. Jackson, the headliner from that. If he found a way – was there a way to get – probably not. I, can't, I guess we can't see it. If there was a way to get one more actor from I Am Not Your Negro in there, he actually probably would have won – uh, he probably would have won this week because I didn't realize that I Am Not Your Negro was going to be on 43 screens. I had no idea it was going to do as well as it did. Take a look at I Am Not Your Negro. We're going to the box office mojo uh, uh, listings here. So it made almost 700000 on only 43 screens. Look at the per screen average. It is bonkers. Second overall of the weekend with $15,962 per screen. People are hungry for James Baldwin, and I am here for it. Oh, that does me so proud and very excited. As we mentioned in a previous podcast, I did a dissertation freshman year at college of James Baldwin. Huge fan, huge, huge fan. Great great to see that wherever they placed it, I do believe they had 
uh, a theater or two in Atlanta, so they probably concentrated on quote unquote urban centers, really where black people are, and it it overperformed. It's awesome. Uh, I estimate it might roll out to maybe 100 screens, hopefully this weekend. So hopefully Vegas will get at least one or two screens. I'll definitely go support it. I'm not your Negro. Excellent turnout. I'm only 43 screens for just under 700,000. So yeah. So if, so basically, if he had gone, so if the row, I mean, he couldn't have known that I am not your Negro was going to do that well. But if if he had just gotten even a non-headliner on here. I think the non-headliners are going for about 5,100, 5,000. If he'd swapped that out uh, instead of Reis, he probably, he that would have been the difference. He probably could have gotten first. But who would have thought that I Am Not Your Negro would overperform like that? So James Baldwin's live and well. I'm going to keep an eye on that for next week. Very, very interested in that. Uh, let's see. Some other interesting call sheet. Oh, so let's take a look at Jay Devlin. She fell just a few points short of four peating, which truly would have been historic. So yeah, so it came down to that extra rings actor. He had a seven pack of rings. Lion, uh, the headliners from Lion and Split, and then he went with Father Never Bothered. Of course, he'd gone with you know I am not your Negro, uh, a headliner from that. Actually, one he would have saved money. Two. The difference in points, I think a headliner from I Am Not Your Negro was 9.66 points. That would have been 3.66 points, which actually, oh, I don't want to do the math. Uh, I'm bad at math, but actually that would have given him 142.76 points. He would have won the week. Wow. So let this be a lesson to you. Never doubt James Baldwin. But no, this is a really good-looking call sheet. You know, definitely top five material. I mean, it, it had a good shot at winning. It just came down to – we thought it was going to come down to race. We were wrong. It came down to uh, to whether you had, you know, you know, three – all three of the top three films covered and also maybe even some James Baldwin. James Baldwin really would – I Am Not Your Negro really could have sent this one over the top. Uh, let's see. Any other interesting ones you want to take a look at? Uh, Jaybird Returns. Take a look at his real quick. He also went heavy on Reis. Oh, and um, 130.42 for seventh place. Good job, Jaybird. He also, he did have good exposure to, uh, to a dog's purpose, but he had more Reis than rings, and that was ultimately the difference. And the Canadian was just terrible, just stumbled out of the gate. I mean, it, I mean what, it made almost no money. It was, it was pretty shocking how bad it was. It was... Ooh, eight hundred and seventy-eight thousand, less, uh, just over a thousand per screen. Eight hundred forty-eight screens. We could see a precipitous drop uh, next week with the comedian screen. So you might want to avoid that. Um, and also, I want to, I want to check his, check out his, his other half, his better half, uh, Kelly, because that was, because Kelly's was the call sheet I enjoyed the most. That because Reese didn't do what we thought it did. Kind of took a tumble. Yeah, Kelly ended up 15, 15th out of 17. Uh, 84.52 points. And it really just came down to the underperformance of Reyes. She went all in on Reyes. Left 25,000 on the table. I mean, we've discussed earlier about how you want to probably want to leave about 5,000 or less on the table. But she went for it. She had a very high variance strategy, high risk, high reward. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. She had a seven-pack of Reyes. The comedian did not help out her cause at all. 
you know, uh, we probably would have liked to have seen in limited release, probably Lion there would have been a good look. Um, and then she had a she had a headliner sack of split. But we love the balls, Kelly. Great balls on you. You know, get him, go get him next time. And at least Jay Bird, I think, is gonna make a little money for the family. He got seventh, which I believe is good for I don't know, it's good for something. <clears throat> Maybe two fifty, three dollars. Good job. Uh, Draft Mom, eleventh uh, at one hundred eight point five. Ring Balls, new player. I think he might have cashed. Uh, got the the very last cash spot. Uh, Xander Cage, yeah, a little slow at the gate. Uh, he had he had a nice sprinkling of headliners. Uh, so this is this is his first time playing the game. Welcome, Ring Balls. Glad to have you. Hope you listen to the pod. Uh, also, he had some I Am Not Your Negro split. It was a pretty diverse call sheet uh, headliner stack of rings. Guess he thought it would probably be the number one movie of the weekend. It was not. No money left, so he used up his budget. That was good. Um, and uh, the comedian, yeah, overpriced. The comedian was overpriced and underperformed. Only 3.14 points on that 848,000 uh, return on the, in the in the limited release uh, category, but yeah, but uh, just probably a little note to you. Probably don't want to uh, do Xander Cage or the Return of Xander Cage. That movie's done. It's made its money. It's not going to do what you want. Uh, you probably want to lean towards new releases or solid, steady performers like your hidden figures. Like you know, Dog's Purpose seems like it's probably going to have some legs too. Uh, but but yeah, Triple X or Return of Xander Cage is pretty much done. But strong effort. Congratulations on the cash. Uh, just a reminder, everybody, uh, if you want to cash out, you click on the little icon up here. Go to press this little button right here, and it will send you to show me the money. Minimum withdrawal, $5. All right. So let's go back. Oh, that's a cool little screen, too. Like, So when you do submit your call sheets and stuff, um, quick aside to the little features of the game. Uh, when you're in your profile screen, you can see your potential winnings for the ones you're already signed up for. And this, of course, okay, maybe some other time. All right, but anyways, um, yep. there you oh, there it is, your potential winnings. You'll show all the total amount you can win from all of these games that are currently ready to go. And these are already passed, of course. So I am signed up for everything. So I could possibly win up to $219. Watch me now. Okay. Well, of course, I can't win anything because I am an employee of the game. Employee and family are not allowed to win. So that's why even though I won fourth, I got fourth, we just skip right over me uh, and pay out the next slot. Uh, someone else, draft mom. Hmm. 108.42. Uh, yeah, the comedian mom, that's kind of where he stumbled a little bit. She had a dog's purpose. Resident Evil has gotten its money. He's probably done for. Split was smart. She headliner stack split. And she had some I'm not your, she had a headliner stack I'm not your Negro. So that was pretty that was pretty sharp, mom. But but uh, this is a really tightly packed week. You had to be pretty much right on it to to be in the top five. So better luck next time, mom. Cornell Westside. Squeaks in the top 10, Gamble 24-7, Stalwart of the Game, just made the top 10, 
And uh, Nicholas Leeper from Seed Invest. Welcome. His first call sheet, he went heavy on the La La Land. Yeah, La La Land at the wide release probably isn't what you want. Maybe if you've gotten that kind of gross, the $7.4 million in platform release or in limited release, you probably would have had a better shot there because then you're basically doubling your points. Uh, quick reminder of the rules, one point per per million per actor for wide release, one point per 500,000 for limited release, and one point per 100,000 for platform releases. And Slash, the uh, big Steph, Steph Lova from the Cleveland crew. First time uh, call sheet, not enough headliners, Steph. You want to get some headliners in there because you get that 40% bonus. And also Space Between Us was just dead on arrival. Uh, I'm not your Negro. Nice to see it in there. You, but you had money to burn, <laughs> 28900 left on the table. So you probably want to get you some headliners. Spend the money. Get, get you some headliners. Get headliners, new releases, all that good stuff. Okay. So let's take a look at the upcoming talent pool. So we are looking at one, two, three, four, five, six new releases coming into the game. All right. Um, and what, you're, what we're looking for here, it's going to be pretty much all about, well, three. actually it's going to be a three-way fight for the top spot. The Lego Batman movie for families, John Wick Chapter 2 for the diehards uh, and the R-rated crowd, and then Fifty Shades Darker, for the Valentine's Day crowd, I guess, if BDSM is your thing for Valentine's Day. Uh, but I know there are a lot of, like, kind of Galentine's Day parties being, you know, made out around Fifty Shades Darker and stuff. And as I mentioned before, so we have the town pool set up for this. We don't have it on the site just yet. Some sort of uh, glitch we're working on. Hopefully we'll get that fixed uh, overnight over the next day or two, definitely in time for uh, Theater Lock, which is 6 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday. And then the game runs at 10 p.m. Pacific time Thursday as well. So also we have United Kingdom only on four screens. Uh, 5,800 is the head, top headliner, David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Oh, I said that right. Perfect. Nailed it. Duckweed. <laughs> Looks like... Uh, Chinese import. Do not know any of these actors. Uh, it's going to be on 30 screens, possibly. So, you know, keep an eye out for it. Uh, 50 Shades Darker will be wide release. Guestimate is right now 3,700 screens. That might be my pick for the weekend, quite honestly. I believe, let's see, I, I think it made, um, how, how much did it make that first time? Well, actually, I'm not going to go dig down for it. <clears throat> but basically, it made a lot of money its opening weekend. Uh, Jolly LB2. India in the house, uh, and it's a sequel, so not quite sure what to do with that. <laughs> it's gonna be on 180 screens. Uh, this might kind of play into our rule for foreign language, you know, fairly <clears throat> uh, uh, large for the release type openers with platform and 180 screens. I don't know, man. It's it's I priced it aggressively at, at uh, 5700 going up to 6000 for your two headliners, even though all these actors are fairly unknown to American audiences, because it's a sequel, it's Indian, they tend to front load, as we saw Raice. Man, if we had Raice in the game last weekend, or the weekend before, <clears throat> uh, we you know you really could have cleaned up. But it wasn't. We came in on the second week and totally missed all the goodness. So I don't know. I might have to do a little digging into Ray, uh, sorry, into Jolly LLB 2 to see if that's a movie we, we want to be for our mandatory platform 
release type movie. Also, the Lego Batman movie is going to be super wide. Also, priced up seventeen thousand five hundred to start, going up to eighteen thousand two hundred for Will Arnett as your headliner as the voice of Batman. Uh, yeah, I, it, I I can't call it. I'm thinking. I mean, the Lego Batman movie is like is like one of those kind of. It's a four quadrant movie. Everyone loves the Lego movies. It'll 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 do well. I'm thinking maybe thirty ish to forty million. Um, but also, John Wick has got a following, cult following. I remember seeing that. I think I saw that in in D box. And for those of you who haven't seen a movie in D box, y'all haven't lived. Seeing a movie in D box, that's where like the seat moves to the action. So if like a plane banks left, your chair tilts to the left. If there's like you know fighting, your chair rumbles and stuff. It's it's awesome. I remember seeing that in D box and it was totally hooked. So I'm definitely that's probably gonna be my my uh my Thursday night post the uh, post game lock movie. What I like to do uh, if games running smoothly is after uh, after the game locks at 10 p.m. I'll go off and see a movie. Uh, preferably in D-Box, and that looks like John Wick Chapter 2 is looking like my D-Box movie for the week. Okay, Uh, and yeah, so I think it's probably going to be a three-way fight. Lego Batman, John Wick, Fifty Shades Darker. I mean, it really did kind of burst in the scene two or three years ago, but it had... It didn't have any competition that weekend. It was, I think, it made some crazy amount, like like fifty, sixty, maybe it might have been seventy million. I saw it in the theater by myself, whatever, and it was fine. It, it's fine, uh, and I, I'm intrigued. I'll probably see it opening weekend. Uh, that might be my Saturday morning matinee movie. You know, who knows? Uh, so yes, yeah, so that's in the house. Um, and also, just keep an eye on I'm Not Your Negro. I priced it up this week, uh, sixty one hundred. It's no longer bargain basement because. It's probably going to expand a little, um, somewhere between 143 screens. This is my guesstimate, 100 screens. So it's still, still going to stay platform. Uh, I mean, let's just do the math real quick, y'all. I mean, if this thing even gets like, so if if it made 15,000 last weekend um, or, or per screen, and let's say it goes out to 100 screens, um, how much did it make per screen? I think it was, it was 15,000, right? Yes, yeah, so made almost 16,000 per screen. Let's say it fans out to 100 screens and it drops down to 10,000 per screen. You're still looking at a million dollars. 10 delicious fantasy points right there. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on, on I Am Not Your Negro. That might still be the move. Jolly LLB scares me because I have no idea what it's going to do. It, you know, uh, the Indian American community seems to support their films in the opening weekend, even on the sparse amount of screens. So I don't know. I might have to do some research. Uh, Rings stays the same. The comedian uh, got a little bit of a slash. Basically, it's down to the bottom. It can't get any lower. Five thousand is your is your bargain basement actor price going up to sixty four hundred for De Niro? Probably a stay away. Space between us has been marked down to the stone minimum. Uh, Dog's purpose mm, just knocked down just a tad because it's going to be a very competitive weekend next weekend. So it's down about a thousand. Gold. <clears throat> pretty much down to the basement, but I expect it's going to drop from 2166 screens to 850 or less. So I expect it to do a full release type drop from limited to, from wide to limited. Resident Evil, uh, 3104. It's probably going to still stay wide. You're probably going to want to avoid it. Dropped it down about three grand each. 
The Salesman we're bringing back. I'm sorry. So actually, we have seven new films. We Salesman we had out there two weeks ago. Didn't really perform. It was only on three screens. We took it off. It actually went up to 30, 46 screens last weekend. Made some money, so it's back. Uh, it might expand to 100 screens, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Actually, what did The Salesman do last weekend? The Salesman... Uh, okay, Salesman only did about 237000 so... You know, a respectable 45,000 per screen, but you know, it's still only on 48 screens. So, so look out for that. Um, what else? <clears throat> Split, we dropped down about two grand because it's going to be this next week. It's finally going to be the weekend it relinquishes its crown. It's probably only going to do about nine or 10 million. It'll be a very crowded box office. Uh, for the R-rated set, you've got John Wick Chapter 2. That'll definitely siphon off potential audience for Split, so check them out. Xander Cage is nearing the end of its run, and it's marked appropriately. <laughs> 6000 up to 8000 for Vin Diesel. Hidden Figures is the same, I believe. Sing is the same, or maybe 1000 cheaper. La La Land got marked down, maybe $1,000. It's, if it stays wide, it's just... It's kind of running out of gas at this point. And Lion. Lion is performing pretty decently. I think we might have upped it by 1,000. So starting at 6,800 for Pallavi, Sharda going up to Dev Patel's 7,600. What did Lion do last week? Lion per screen, uh, about, 20, about 2,700 per screen. <clears throat> it did jump up by 830 screens to 1,405. So... I don't know. There might be some value there in the limited release category, but if you're looking for value in the limited release category, you're probably looking at... Actually, it's a bit of wasteland this week, limited release. Yeah, not a lot of value in limited release. You're probably going to be stuck with going with uh, with more Lion. Gold is done. Xander Cage is pretty much done. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident that Lion is gonna be is gonna be my pick. But we'll get all into all that during the shot list when we bring back the hour long podcast later on this week. Thanks everybody for for playing and visiting the Cinema Draft game. We are located at cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Uh, make sure oh, <clears throat> make sure you visit all of our social media. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Hopefully will be over this cold. I'd like to have a social life this week. Um, and also, for all, all my Falcons fans out there, I'm from Seattle, went to school in Atlanta. I feel your pain. I know what it's like to have victory snatched from the – to snatch victory – to have defeat snatched from the jaws of victory. I know what that's like, so I feel your pain. Uh, hang in there, y'all. We'll get through it together. Anyways, thanks, everybody. And uh, in the meantime, until next podcast, go see a movie or something.